Hello guys, it's Nikoyo Siakuma Podcast. I'm going to be talking to people sharing their stories for lockdown anniversary. Since it's been a year since the pandemic started, these are personal stories and uh, positive stories. We're going to have laughter and cry and stuff. But I promise, guys, this is really, 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 really a good talk I had with people with the lived experience during the lockdown. It hit me so bad on the way, not think about myself, I think about my kids. Because automatically when they, they declare lockdown and the viral, this crazy thing happened the first time, my body went to the survivor mood. Mm. My body just shut down. I went to survivor mood. Because I be um, on, on 1992 or 1992, 93, if I'm not wrong, we have a war back home when they started for a bomb in the city. Mm. So the time they declared lockdown, that's the same feeling I had, like this, that I had from 92, 93 from now. I was myself, nice and kindly, they way before, because before lockdown, I had people talk about this lockdown, people gonna be home, gonna be difficult. I started to prepare myself and they gave some food, some water for the children. And my husband told me, why are you doing this? You know, in Africa, blah, blah, blah. So when the lockdowns come, I, I, so I, I, my husband supposed to support me. I have to support him because he went crazy, you know? <laughs> he went crazy and, oh my God, we're gonna die. This is the end of the world because he never be on situation like war, the way I was back home. And oh. I look at him and say, in 93, where, where, where are you, where you was in 93, 92? Oh, since so oh, I was in Portugal. Said, ah, that's the reason why you saw, you know, you panic. Yeah, feeling like that. Yeah, he's really, really panic. And the, all this family member, because I have a lot of family member, family member in Portugal and in Italy, mm-hmm. people in Italy call me, there's no food, there's no this, there's no that. Ooh. It was crazy. It was really, really crazy. And, uh, I was scared, not for myself, but for my children. If oh, I was to die, who's going to look after them? Oh. That was my big fear in the first lockdown. But the other hand, that's the same. Every dark, every dark cloud will have the silver line. Mm-hmm. Or the silver line of lockdown giving me a time to find my whole family. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I had big, long family, but because we never have a time to you know, to find themselves, to look after, you know, to find where's the other family. So, you know, um, I have opportunity to know 95% of my dad's family and they, mm. we met a big family group and they, we call each other on WhatsApp, on Zoom, on, on uh, Facebook, and we talk, we met, we met a lot of aunties, my aunt I never knew in six, you know, it was really, really uh-huh. good. Yeah, so I spend my time in garden, like marine, uh-huh. and eating, and practice all my skills, cooking, teach my yeah. lockdown. Um, it taught me, uh, you know, because the first thing is like when this one, second one, yeah, I'm just waiting for the hair salon to open so that I can go and do my hair. But one thing which I learned from the first one, that's when I started to make um, hair cream for the hair. And I just bought some oils because my growth was like very long. My hair is very long up to here. 
So I said, okay, I don't want to cut my hair. What should I do? I just went to Facebook, to YouTube, started looking at these creams, shea butter, oils, how to make them. I don't know how much I bought. That's when I started just making every day just to keep myself busy. So this second one, it didn't hit me so much because I was prepared already. I have my creams, my hair is not breaking up. I'm putting my oils and it's only because of the schools when they changed was the first one we didn't go on uh, homeschooling. The second one, this one, you had to go on Microsoft, which we don't know. We are now teachers now because we are going on online every time to teach the kids how to do everything. So mm -hmm. I learned a lot with this lockdown. You can make your own oil. You can make your hair cream. You can make your own shampoo. So it's like uh, every day I'm having some things to do. I'm not getting bored, but it's like, I think it's, I'm now addicted to the hair creams. It's like every day I'm thinking of something new which I have to do for my hair. And I was, I have my daughter and my sisters. They say, oh, I have something new. Can you try it? Can you try it? So it's, it's helping me emotionally. I know sometimes I'm stressed, but end of the day, I have something which I'm doing, which is keeping me busy. And also um, summer is coming, uh, eating healthy, cooking uh, healthy meals, and also walking. So that's what I'm doing now, second lockdown. Oh, that's really nice. That's like yeah. positive. <laughs> that's what we need. That's what we need. I learned a lot as well. Uh, just to top up to um, what Matilda said, the other thing I was always wanted to talk about concerns about parents to be teachers. I'm sure we, we, we've spoken about that anyway earlier <laughs> on. Um, but yeah, I think that's really nice. I learned a lot. Uh, people learn a lot as well. Um, yeah. I learned how to talk to myself nicely. So, <laughs> one of those. <laughs> to be, be kind to yourself. <laughs> oh, that's, that's true. true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, as for me, I, I would love to share my experience as well. After the first lockdown, I think it was a bit harsh because it was just a fifty. I mean, our first experience of a lockdown. I mean, we've mm -hmm. never had a lockdown since. So mm -hmm. that one was the first experience. And um, it was sort of like a bit harsh in a way that it would psychologically affect you mentally. And you just feel like, oh my God, I'm scared. You know, that fear. But mm -hmm. on the contrary, I turned it into a positive that it gave me time to do things that I couldn't do. I remember the sun was so bright and beautiful. It was hot as well, if you remember very well. That was in April. Yeah, you know, that's true. It was nice. I had the opportunity of doing a back garden, which I never had. I mean, I'm talking about right from digging, you know, everything and starting everything right from zero. And I did, I did a very good garden, and it was, I mean, like vegetables. I did my own garlic. I did, I, I planted my garlic, um, my, what is it called, shallots, you know, and I remember I had loads of pumpkin leaves. So that was very positive. Unlike this time's lockdown, it's freezing. And it's even more depressing. You can't even go and sit outside. You can't even do any gardening. You just have to be logged in. 
this time around, to be honest, this one was a proper blow. And amongst all of it all, the only thing that I miss, to be honest, is wearing my shoes. <laughs> Big heels. I can't, I don't think I'll be able to wear shoes anymore because since last year, April, I've never worn my heels at all. Because oh. <laughs> I'm not going to work. I'm from the bedroom to the kitchen. That's where the office is. From the kitchen, you are going on the, the next journey is on the fridge, and you. Yeah, I, I think the, uh, the the first lockdown was uh, is mob in Northampton. Mm. The, the first lockdown was like uh, you know, so just been thrown in the deep end literally overnight, no preparation, and uh, so it it took some time to mentally adjust to it and accept it that, you know. That's how things are going to be. And and I, I just remember looking at Boris making this announcement and, and I was so annoyed he looked like an animal to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I couldn't I couldn't believe the restrictions he was coming up with. Mm. And uh, so but we kind of just just managed to sail through, but it really may hit me hard towards the end of last year. Sort of around November, October, November, somewhere there. So that um, I uh, and it affected my health. And uh, I've had a sort of a, a, a heart condition going back for some time. Now. And uh, one day I just collapsed in McDonald's. Mm. Uh, and uh, I can't remember anything after that except when the emergency people were waking me up and uh, then going into hospital and, and I was supposed to have an operation. And because of the, the lockdown and then this blah, 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 they couldn't operate on me, so it was postponed. Mm. And uh, so they said, uh, you know, anytime we can call you to come in and, and so on. So you're kind of, every time you are in a kind of a, a mode of suspension, and um, so then one day, I think it was January, they, they sort of sent me a letter to say, you know, come in and for, for the operation. And on the day when I was supposed to go in, they phoned and said, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. And then luckily, I had that uh, done on the 17th of, of uh, February, so we, we, which is a relief. And um, but I've, I've had a, uh, I was very lucky, you know, knowing a lot of people either from the church and the students and and so on. So I had I had a lot of support, and and, and my son also being a rugby player. So you know and. Uh, kind of semi-politician, he also knows a lot of people. So I was just overwhelmed by the, nice. by, by, by the support. And uh, so he, after the operation, he came to live with me and then cooking and then blah, blah, and doing this. And so, yeah, I'm on the mend and I'm happy. And, uh, but because of the support I had really, you know, I haven't really had sort of lonely, as such, and also because students are phoning about their work. Oh, can you help with this, please? 
You know that you don't think about you being being ill or something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so yeah, just that constant of being in contact with uh, you know people um, has has been helpful. And and also, I mean, some students have done the cooking for me and brought their food, the food to, for me to put in the freezer and so on. So I haven't been cooking myself. It just oh, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, that that that's been uh, so I've been lucky to to that extent. But I'm I'm aware of the uh, the, the 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 impact of the lockdown on sort of social isolation and and. Uh, yeah, which it can have on people and our and and the well-being, our well-being, and so on. It's a positive story to hear. Um, and I'm, you know, I mean, like sometimes, we, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, um, like what you went through. When I hear it, that story of fall down McDonald's, like it's really, it's really scary to me. Like, mm. if you don't have enough support, it can be a, a deadly thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was just lucky because you know, which is which was my regular McDonald's for a morning cup of tea on my way, mm-hmm. and so the staff knew me there and and so on, and then they obviously raised the alarm, and uh, you know, I don't know how I fell. I just remember being woken by, by, by surrounded by the uh, the emergency people, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, the next thing you you are taken to hospital, and, uh, and and there you go, and. Uh, and so they, they put a, um, a pacemaker and a defibrillator. And uh, so they, they, they sort of, this is not a diversion, but it panicked me last night because they gave me this gadget, which apparently is monitoring me 24 hours and is feeding into, back into the, hos- into the hospital via the internet. Mm-hmm. And last night around two o'clock, I was reading and, you know, my, with my emails and doing my emails. And I saw it flashing and they told me that if it flash, it will do green, yellow, red. If it goes into red, then you must phone the emergency. <laughs> wow. So I saw it flashing last night and then I saw it going yellow. Oh. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, you know, so the next color is red. <laughs> and, uh, and, and after that, it kind of stopped. And, uh, so I phoned them today and they said, oh, yeah, it will, it's, it's feeding into the hospital every six hours. But oh, as, wow. long as, yeah, yeah, as long as it's not red, you know, it, it, it's okay. So they can tell how I'm doing wherever I am. Jesus <laughs> wow. Christ. So my son called me a cyborg now. <laughs> I, I, I just respect the fact that you're laughing at it. It's like, it's really nice. That's a positive way out to deal with these things. But. Yeah. Need to hear it. Um, I, I don't know. I'm just feeling like the world is. Um, but I'm, I just want to say, keep on going with this kind of positivity. Um, is anyone? Please? Which hospital? Which hospital is that? So sophisticated. No, North Northampton. Wow. Yeah, yeah, but but also when they were operating on me, they asked if uh, this is another technology thing. They asked if Oxford University and Leicester University can watch the operation through what they call wow. Google Eye. So because if things went wrong, they would have to transfer me to Oxford. Whoa. So, so but, but I said yes, because I thought 
if they know Oxford and Leicester universities are watching, they'll do a good job. I know. <laughs> yes, no, take yes. this. That's right. So, uh, yeah, they, then they were, they, they, they were watching the whole procedure. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You're a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> of your own kind. Mm -hmm. Oh, dear. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I, yeah, it, I was, I was lucky. Oh, it's good to hear that. That's, that's really nice to hear that. It's give other people encouragement like, to keep going, keep going. And I have, I had my vaccination, so that's good. That's, <laughs> that's the passport, passport. Your passport. <laughs> uh, not yet, not yet, because I've got to go for the second installment. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Some people said they received cards. Did you get a card? Yeah, yeah, that's right. They gave me a card, and um, but they didn't say so. It's just they they said they gave me two it's a, a paper full of information. They just telling me about the vaccination and the the the, 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 the one they used and and so on and so forth, and then a card as well. I didn't get a card. They said to keep that card, and um, when I go for the next vaccination, take it with me, but also to keep it in my. Uh, in, in my pocket with me until, you know, they say otherwise. I never received a card. People are saying yeah. they received cards. Yeah, yeah I, I, I got it, yeah. I did. I know, same year, I got my jab. I didn't get any card. Yeah. <laughs> All they said was, we're going to call you back in 12 weeks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think... I think it depends where you've got the vaccination because I got mine at the GP. So mm -hmm. most people that got at the GP didn't get any cards. Then there's... I, I, um, got my, I got mine in a leisure center. And they didn't give you a card? No. Oh. Yeah. Lonely now. Um, the corona is not frustrating me more now than it did last year um mm. more now um i know that if i just keep safe then i'll be okay but i think um the isolating in the house and um i just feel alone i feel too lonely i think because i don't go out the way i used to um mm. And my weight, I put on more weight because of just being indoors before I could just go swimming and my exercise in the pool used to help because I don't feel any pain when I'm in the water. So I can I'm they're saying hopefully by April, May, the pools will be open, but I don't know how I'm gonna cope going back into the environment of so many people <clears throat> so that's kind of my fear but after this lockdown i really need to lose weight i need to look for something to do i'm not liking me mm. yeah, yeah i'm not i'm not comfortable meeting people as we used yeah. to because when you when you listen to what's going on, it's not as if 
the COVID has gone away, gone away. Yeah. To be stuck in people, but not showing. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's, um, I think maybe just to take things easy and, you know, sort of little steps at a time and then reintroducing yourself into sort of a public space. And, um, you know, taking a walk, if you've got a park, maybe just take a walk in the park and, um, you know, I mean, when, when I'm really down, I'm lucky. I, I, I live near the river, so I just take a walk along the river and then, you know, it goes through the park and uh, and that, that's how I deal with my, uh, you know, my, my moments of stress. But then and the mind is, yeah, but then the mind is a very powerful thing. Mm. I remember last time when they relaxed a little bit, the way people went out as if nothing ever happened. <laughs> I know. And all of a sudden we changed back to normal. And yeah. then we were told to go back in again and that's when it became very annoying. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I'm sure when we were, <clears throat> when we were out, we will, um, somebody was sending me pictures from Fisbury Park in London. The park was full. You'd think they've changed the rules, and then in the same in the in the in the same London, in other parts of London, people were being arrested for for being on the street. <laughs> so uh, I don't yeah. know what was happening in Finsbury, but they just let them out. Literally, yeah. <laughs> was full. People sitting down, just in the yeah. sun and basking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think people are really fed up. You just reminded me, in the first lockdown, I went with a student thinking that it would be safe. We went into the park for a tutorial and we, we just sat down in the park. It wasn't full, so <laughs> suddenly two policemen come walking to us. <laughs> and, and, and then told us to disperse. <laughs> and, uh, but, but yeah, and... Um, yeah, it, it, it's some, um, people, some people were queuing up to get their coffees outside the London coffee. Yeah, which was open. They got arrested. What are you doing? Where are you going? Why are you here? Mm. Yeah, that's you see, like the, the, the queue thing, like the first lockdown. I was like, I know this is a culture in this country queuing, but sometimes they make it look so ridiculous. Like, you've got you've got Greg's and then another Greg's across the road. Why you have to make the queue so long? <laughs> goes all the way up this day and I was like yeah so yeah I don't know um I think to be honest with you um about people being locked 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 up and then go back again they go crazy and stuff like that it's gonna be as I said earlier on for my first lockdown I went out I went crazy I was in the park having drinks with friends like before and then I said the second one I'm not doing that mistake again it's, so, a, it's a pen, pent up frustration, you know, where you just want to go out and let let your head down, and then you know, after all these restrictions and so on, you know, and then you just realize how much you 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 miss freedom and what freedom means. And also, know? we're now we're now used to doing things from home. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I don't think I'll cope going out. Maybe uh, going out and doing working outside and. You just want to be actually these days when you come out, you want to go back home and finish your work. Mm -hmm. Then doing the work outside the home. Yeah. 
the traveling. Ah. Yeah, I mean, what, one thing which really made me appreciate it in the first lockdown, I had this student who came to see me for a tutorial and she was sitting really close and she kept coughing and sneezing and coughing. And I remember at some point saying to her, you know, you need to go and see your GP. And so, and then I bet, I bet you started sanitizing. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. A week later, she sends me a text that she's got COVID. Yay! Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, no. And, uh, so, I mean, I just went running for it. For, for a test and uh, lucky enough and, and and but also in my family you know quite a few people have had it in in my family and one or two have died oh sorry and um so it's it kind of uh, yeah sort of made me aware that okay this thing exists you may not see it with your oh. eyes but 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 it exists yeah <clears throat> yeah yeah far too many people have died yeah and whether they die from COVID or not, it doesn't seem to make much difference. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Just too oh. many. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is anyone sorry. else? Oh, sorry, guys. Oh, sorry about cutting off. I'm not. not go ahead, Matt. I was going to say, those are not spoken. Yeah. When it finishes, can you just uh, join us, please? Yeah, go ahead, Matt. Uh, I'm just saying that uh, it, it also made me, I mean, when I was in hospital, I really appreciated the doctors and nurses, the situation they are in, because <laughs> one of the uh, relatives is, is my nephew, who got it, he, he's, he's a doctor in, in, in a hospital, and that's, he works with the coronavirus patients, and that's where he got it from, <laughs> and, and then his wife then got it as well. And, Mm. And uh, so, but luckily, they're still young, and then uh, you know, and obviously being in the medical profession, they were quickly attended to, and then they they've come through it, and uh, they are okay now. Mm. But uh, so, when I was in the hospital now with this operation, I kind of was feeling the uh, when I went just when these people were going to operate me, there was just so many people in the theater. <laughs> and uh, uh, I sort of counted them at one point, you know, I think there were about 12 of them. And I'm just thinking that all these people, they, what are they going to do with me now? <laughs> because, you know, the two, they called the register and then they said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So which means they, they all had a part to play. Mm. And uh, so I thought, crikey, what if one of them has a coronavirus here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But, but, uh, yeah, it, it made me sort of aware of of of, of its possibilities and and so on and and to be I mean I I still mix in public I go into supermarkets and and <clears throat> and um, so I try to avoid public transport whenever I can but I'm not allowed to drive anymore now so I have to use public oh. transport. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah with, with the uh, thingy I can't drive and uh, so uh, it's, it's public transport I'm afraid and with all this then you hear all these strange stories in Africa for example in my own country Malawi 
-hmm. where the teachers, mm -hmm. they've opened the schools mm. and the teachers are saying we need, what are they calling it? They, they need um, risk allowance. Uh -uh. <laughs> what risk now? Risk allowance. They are refusing to teach uh, until they are given some money. And then mm. I'm saying, what about the people who've been working throughout? How much did they get? Yeah, it, it's. Um, I mean, I, I don't want to go into that one because I am so. I mean, I grew up in a very political atmosphere and had been in prison twice in, with student politics. Mm. So, you know, I know how important politics are, but sometimes I think trade unions are overplaying their power and abusing mm. it. Mm. So in a situation of emergency like this, you know, it's not a time to make demands like that, it's to help one another, to help each other. Yeah, mm. but in my country, in my country, I don't even think it's to do with the trade union. It's just the culture now. Make money where you can. Yeah. Every excuse, create something. Your government must be very uh, sorry to cut. Your government must be very nice because in my country, you, you, you don't demand those things. In Zimbabwe, you've been beaten up. <laughs> and then 12-year-old <laughs> kids, six, seven, you know, primary school children going on strike because their teachers are refusing to teach. And they're, mm. and they're cutting fungus and holes and... Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking, what has the country come up to? Yeah. And then yeah. The, the COVID <clears throat> task force itself was claiming what they called professional allowance. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So it, they, were, it, they, it, they now have different levels of allowances depending on how important you are. Yeah. So I suppose the teachers then said we need one too. Yeah, and of course, if you, the, if you give one, then everybody's going to say, you know, you know, me too. And then, uh, you know, the, the whole thing just escalates. As far as TV is concerned, I don't watch TV at all. I haven't watched TV for years. Um, I now use a lot of YouTube because YouTube gives me a wider selection of things and I like to see um, to see what I'm watching. I used to listen to the radio, but uh, YouTube, uh, especially pro uh, YouTubers in Africa showcasing Africa, the positive side of Africa and people who've, who are moving, the diaspora moving to Africa and the things they're doing, very, very inspiring. So mm -hmm. that's how I've been spending my time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying to go out and just to release the, the nerves. But because if I sit for a long time, if I, it's very hard, it it's painful. Yeah. So I have to walk around because I'm used to go and drop the kids and come back and sit down. Because of this lockdown is very, very painful because I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. But it feels yeah. like, Going in a bath, sitting in a warm water, it helps me a lot. No, I can't because they with me they took off the bathtub because mm -hmm. I had too many folds. Yes. So they had to take the tub out. So now I've got a walking shower. But okay. the way I, I miss having a bath because when I used to I used to soak myself mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I would have a better sleep. But now 
my spine is throbbing 24 7. Um, sometimes when I'm around people I don't say anything because some people have a habit of what they can't see they don't believe that you're in pain yes. how can you be in pain because arthritis is something that cannot yeah. be seen and with mine is um, osteoarthritis I have that so, one just look at my hand right now this is swollen yeah that's swollen yeah. Yeah. yeah so the things like the stick, sometimes if you are on those benefits like a pip, mm -hmm. they say you have to use that money for yourself to buy something. Don't wait for yeah. them to buy you something what you want, like a stick. Mm -hmm. Go and buy it yourself. Because yeah. the day, like they'll me, tell you that you're giving I, you that money my to do those things. The car. Yeah. So okay. Um, sorry. It's okay. I think Lela she put something on the chat. Can you can you just speak a bit, Lela, about um what is speak there? Because I'm not sure if Margaret can see it. Oh yeah, sorry, just uh, my mum, she also has like really bad arthritis and osteoarthritis and rheumatoid arthritis. Okay. And she gets injections, but I think the injections make her <laughs> make her more sick than the, the pain from the arthritis. But I've been, wait, been I've been on waiting list for the injection. Oh, have you? Yeah. Just be careful because if you get migraines, um, it's made her get a lot more migraines um, uh -huh. recently. Um, I also think it's because she's not in a warm country anymore, but um, I think that doesn't help. And the same, they took away her bath, so she's only got a walk-in shower. But she's been trying like nettle tea and like alternative like therapies. Okay. Um, okay. And she's found that nettle tea has really, really helped okay. um, and taking some turmeric as well and um, she said that that's helped with the inflammation so it's something to to, to consider anything yeah, else thank you and also thank definitely you. getting getting out if you can like it helps move the joints and they don't stiffen up and you're just building up your confidence to go back out again yeah oh, thank you so much uh, Lela, for that where, this where do we where do we get nettle tea so you'd be able to probably get it from any of the kind of supermarkets um, yeah. or if, if anybody sees Nico um, at some point I can see Nico and get him to give I can get nettle tea and get him to give it to you. Um, oh you that's can, great because I can drive to Nico's. Oh there we go because um, also Holland and Barrett that kind of health food shop they sell nettle tea. Um, yeah. Or you can try and order it online, but just make sure you get it from somewhere that's not, you know, a bit a bit suspicious. <laughs> but nettle tea and even some turmeric um, with hot water and a little bit of lemon juice in the morning. Yeah, um, I thank you, Nico, for starting this um, Zoom. I joined in last week again. Welcome. Uh, it was really informative. And... Um, I don't speak much in public. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, so I get a bit nervous. I think what this I, one, yeah, so go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> what I want to say is like the first lockdown, I, <clears throat> I only stayed home for like one month. It was a bit uh, difficult for me because at my workplace, we were rotating our shift. Like you go two weeks in and two weeks out. So and I started, uh, do, I live in a flat 
so I started doing gardening on my balcony. Um, I bought some planting uh, specs, which I planted potatoes, strawberries, tomatoes, wraps, and even flowers. Mm. Yeah, so it really helped me so much um, mentally. And I started knitting as well. Um, what I started knitting is um, adult socks. Like this time it's too cold. Mm. So I needed I, almost like 20 pairs for my nephews, my nieces and my other friends and my work colleagues. Wow. Yeah. You ought to, do, you ought to start a knitting club. <laughs> you mm. know, believe it or not, like now, this is my second month. I haven't touched the needles at all because I'm just feeling lazy. Mm. And the gardening, I can't do it now because it's too Winter. cold outside. Mm. Yeah. And the other thing is I'm so privileged because I go to work Monday to Saturday, which is helping me so much. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I thank God for that. Mm. listening if you have enjoyed uh, the topics and the stories please share it with your friends and follow us on facebook page yakulima podcast and go to instagram and on twitter just share 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 and we'll be bringing more stories to this podcast just keep tuned every week